0: Welcome back to the HC Hive, a podcast about all things HCI, UX, and grad school. We're now in Hershali, students in Georgia Tech's Human-Computer Interaction Program.
1: This episode, we are having another After Dark episode after our last After Dark, which had some popularity and some demand. So, we're coming back at it with some behind the scenes insights uh, what happens and what goes into creating HC
0: Hive. Harshali mentioned we had some popularity. I think we had at least 14 listens on that episode.
1: We are international celebrities.
0: Yes. But how did we how did we become these international celebrities? I guess we could start back to this summer, which was when it really all started.
1: Yeah, so we didn't we didn't start at the start at the beginning, if you will, well, the beginning of our tenure as hosts of the podcast. So, like, podcasts did exist before before we became hosts.
0: But yeah, I remember the summer. I think I came over to your apartment. I forgot what we were doing. I think we were looking at houses before. Yeah, like from my car. Yeah, And, um, you know, just going through the neighborhoods of good old Atlanta, checking out real estate. And then we came back and had a little brainstorming session about like what topics we wanted to cover for the podcast, and like our plans for it.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, I would say it was more than a brainstorm, I would say. I feel like it was like a good three-hour meeting. um, And, like, we were working the whole time, I remember, even though we usually clown around. This was, like, an actual work session. But, yeah, we were just, like, in my living room, and we made a spreadsheet because we love spreadsheets. and We We do. Yeah, we sat down for, like, a good three hours and, like, plotted out the topics, like, the guests, the order. We gave each episode, like, a literature-slash-pop-culture-based title.
0: Yeah, I remember us debating, should every like topic reference a song title or a movie title, or I think we ended up just doing maybe more movies slash literature, like you said, but hopefully people caught on because I think they're pretty funny.
1: I, I do appreciate the the thought that we put into that particular thing, podcast.
0: Yes. Um, Fifty Shades of Research, mm. Silver Lining Sketchbook.
1: That one was a good one. The design of everybody's things.
0: That was a that was a good one. Oh, the devil wears data. Mm. Mm. Great one.
1: <laughs> I think this episode is just us gonna be like, look at how cool we are.
0: Yeah, I mean, may, yeah, because I mean, why not hype ourselves up?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So okay, so we had this meeting, right? And I remember, like, we also wanted to make sure we got like a variety of research topics design topics industry engineering like I don't know we wanted a nice spread across all of HCI I feel like most of these topics we knew something about I think game design was like the one podcast episode we've had this semester that I was like I don't know what's happening
0: I yeah I literally did not know anything that was going on i remember they would like ryan stephanie and kundu would uh reference certain games and they'd be like oh well like if you've ever played this game and i just remember nodding but like they couldn't see it and i had no idea what they were talking about
1: we were together for that recording like we were sitting next to each other and we were recording in person and i remember looking over at you and you just being like i don't know what i'm saying
0: yeah I remember and you know we started adding our fun question at the end which was which ended up just being our hot take question Mm -hmm. and you like mouthed to me I remember do you have a hot take and I was like I literally have no takes on this topic (laughs) and I think maybe I remember editing that episode too and we didn't like we had our intro and we had like us asking questions but we know, we didn't really comment until I think like maybe two-thirds of the way in
1: <laughs> I believe it <laughs> but okay so let's let's go back over the process so we started in like August early August or even like late July actually late July we kind of put together the schedule for this semester we also kind of have a schedule for next semester already so stay tuned and then and then we just kind of And then we recorded the trailer. Do you
0: want to talk about the trailer? Oh, the trailer, the trailer was wild. I don't know what like prompted us to do this, but so I think first, Hershali. I remember both of us had finished our summer internships Mm -hmm. and we were like, oh, we should go hiking. And I'm a big hiker. Um, There's a lot of beautiful trails in Atlanta, but I think you were looking for something that was like more beginner level. Neither of us had hiking shoes. I don't think either of us still have hiking shoes. Uh, But so we went to the woods of Emory University.
1: That's right. Well, okay. No, no. So we were driving around looking at houses. And then we saw this little, like, trail area. And we were like, we should come back to this and go hiking.
0: Oh, right. You know, I bet. Honestly, that kind of comes full circle. Because I think we... That was like an activity we would do together during the summer was to drive around and look at houses. And that could have been the night that we started planning the whole like schedule and stuff too. I think so. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Wow, Really? Yeah. Really coming full circle. But yeah. So we kind of marked that as like, oh, we need to come back. We need to do this. And then so when we wanted to celebrate the end of like our work, our summer work. So we decided to check out these woods and we were talking about the podcast and amongst all the other things as we were like clowning around and decided to you know what like we should just record the trailer out here <laughs> and well i think what started it was we were making bird noises
1: no and we wanted to put in the bird noises to make it seem like nature does i don't know why
0: yes that is that is true that is very true I- I think
1: we just planned on recording the trailer the same day that we went on this hike, and then they all the plans kind of merged.
0: Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember. I also remember us having to do multiple takes for this trailer because we wanted to make sure that we could hear the sounds of nature in it.
1: (laughs) I mean that that whole recording was so random. Like now that I think about it, like we were just like out in the woods. But not really because it's like in the middle of Emory University. And then like there was a fence behind us. I remember Mm -hmm. you were kind like 10 feet behind me to imitate.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. And then like the trail itself was like a sidewalk. It wasn't really a hike. But then we got lost in the neighborhood.
0: Which that was a hike because that neighborhood was really hilly. And I think that like was the exercise for like the week for me. Uh It was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So we got the trailer done going to the next step of like our process in terms of like editing and stuff we discovered this amazing platform called anchor which allows us to like record remotely um, all semester but this one we just did like a voice memo thing and then uploaded it later and then on top of that so with editing we used audacity at least i use audacity and then we'll get to like the other software we use but i remember editing that and then we were really looking for like how should we like end the trailer? Um, Like there's gotta be like a Mm punchline or something. So that's when we decided to incorporate something that you said, um, Hershali, which was, if you know, you know, if you don't, yikes. And it was really fun because we just like, you did the first part, I did the second part. And what was amazing was we found this like, I don't know, transition sound effect. which I just call like the yikes sound. I don't know what other people would call it, but then we incorporated that and we had our trailer all produced.
1: I feel like the trailer really set the note for the other episodes in terms of like the intro of the trailer. And then also just like, if you know, you know, if you don't, yikes, um, the, the yikes sound at the, at the end. Like I feel like a lot of those things that like we've just kept for consistency. Yeah, no, that, that was fun. I feel like we, we also had a vision coming into like the podcast and into this season of making it more fun and like kind of crazy. And yes, it's like a podcast where we wanted to talk about really important issues or like not even issues, but subjects and like very like go deep in HCI, but we also wanted to have a lot of fun with it, I remember. So I feel like the trailer really captured the fun part at least.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think it really like set the tone for um, the semester and for what we wanted to do with the podcast it is like pretty different from um, like last year. Uh, So I just want to like shout out to Jordan Chen and Sue Fang, who are recent alums, but they, Jordan was the one who really started the podcast, um, started the HC Hive and he really paved the way for it. And then Sue joined the team and then they let me shadow them and then kind of learn the ropes. But there was like a lot of A lot of really cool topics like talking about cross collaboration and like accessibility and just overall like internships that students have had and then interviewing like different faculty. But um, I think when we got together, it was let's make this very like conversational and fun and talk about those like important topics still. But thinking about like how do we really create an environment where like people who join us are excited to share their story and excited to share like their expertise with us and everything Mm
1: -hmm. like I love like the older episodes just because I feel like I learn a lot from them but as a host I feel like it's a little easier to host like a podcast that's a little less formal you know
0: yeah it was important it's just so funny because I feel like you think you know someone and until they start talking about like what they're really passionate about and I don't know. I just learned a lot this semester, just like from our peers and people we've had join us. Oh,
1: absolutely. I mean, so we didn't, we didn't get into that next. So we did the trailer and then, and then we kind of have a cadence for how we schedule and write and produce the actual episodes themselves uh, record the episodes. So we'll usually contact our guests maybe two or three weeks in advance. And we aimed for about like three people per podcast episode. it would be like the two of us, me and now, and then three other people and we would schedule a time for recording, and then uh, we would put together a script. So I started out writing scripts, um, and then we also have Taylor, who's first-year, who joined the podcast team a little later. She also helped write the scripts later on in the semester, and that was really great. Um, but for script writing, I think I didn't maybe start describing the process, and, and now you can kind of chime in. So usually we'll, we'll have like the intro, and we'll have the conclusion. We, we keep those pieces the same Uh, you may have noticed that now always starts off and then it's me introducing like the topic and the guests the conclusion also has kind of like a consistent format so, so we did, we kind of put those in place and then we aim for five to six questions. And these questions, I feel like the form of the interview itself has changed a little bit over the course of the semester, just because we noticed that the episodes were getting really long and it was like a lot of work to edit. And also I guess we'll sometimes kind of banter and go back and forth and comment on each other's stuff. And so we didn't necessarily need to ask too many questions to get like a cool episode and get all this content out so we've kind of trimmed down the scripts but uh, usually it's about anywhere between four to six questions really depending on how many guests we have and then for the questions I think my approach for like any sort of interview protocol I guess is to kind of start with the basics start with the broader stuff and then kind of focus and some of the topics that we had this semester like engineering and HCI or even like game design and whatnot we wanted to start with like those disciplines and then kind of bring in the hci lens or bring in like the hci piece so that was kind of the format that we would follow where we talked about like the field itself whether it's like information visualization or like imposter syndrome or whatever and then bring in hci and then bring in grad school experience and being a student and so there's a couple of different pieces that we always want to incorporate into that like we started asking like a fun question maybe like the second or third episode and then that kind of evolved into the the hot take like segment i would say
0: yeah, you pretty much covered like that whole part. I think going off of the guests, like reaching out to them, I think we tried to really think about because we our goal was to have like three people per episode not only people that we maybe they're like good friends already or they've had classes together they work in the same lab or things like that but really trying to create like a fun dynamic per episode and i think also because like everyone's at home and we're doing this remotely it was fun um i know for the two of us um because we've talked about it before but i think for everyone is to have a chance to just like hear each other's voices and like talk to people who you might not talk to like every day um and hear about what they have to say the the hot take really evolved i want to give a shout out to taylor because i specifically remember i think the first script she volunteered to take on and i think she had it all caps like everyone spills the tea or (laughs) something and it was just and it's been on every script since i think so yeah love that but yeah and then so um with the recording Aspect of it, yeah. We used Anchor. Honestly, Anchor really saved our lives. I think with this podcast. So shout out to that platform. (laughs) But (laughs) a lot of lots of shout outs this episode. I think, yeah. So it was in the beginning though. We Anchor gives us a shared recording link, and as long as like you are in like a quiet space and you're logged in, like you don't even need an account. So we would just we both have the account and we share the link. And then they're able to just click on the link and join. But then in the beginning, we did like have a Google Meet, I remember, just so we could see their faces, Mm -hmm. which was nice. But then quickly realized that like we all don't really have the bandwidth to like join a shared recording link over Wi-Fi while also being on a video call, like using that same connection. And then it was just weird because you're in this video call, but we ask you to mute on Google Meet because then there's like that echo that happens if you unmute yourself. So there was that whole thing. I mean, we also had like, not a bunch, but a few tech issues, all like solvable, of course, but we had those and the audio would like quickly process like after we did and all the episodes were probably the recordings were probably an hour itself, maybe with 10 minutes of small talk at the Mm -hmm. beginning, probably depending on like, the time and like other people on the call had time it could go into another like 20 minutes at the end just catching up which was always fun
1: i honestly feel like those little tidbits like the first 10 minutes and like the last like 10 or 20 minutes when people would just kind of hang around and like catch up i feel like there there were some really cool things that came out of those conversations and i wonder how we could kind of bring those back but yeah i feel like recording is always really funny because you'll be talking to someone and we'll just be going back and forth introducing anchor and like how it works and just orienting our guests and then like once like now claps like she'll count three two one and then she claps and then that sort of marks the beginning of the episode And then we would switch on our podcast voice and then like all our guests would, you know, take on like this very professional voice and they would like have their game face on. and It was really interesting to just like see that transformation and like hear it, I guess, because we no longer saw each other.
0: Yeah, that was that was really interesting. I most recently in one of our recordings, it was the minute I like started the intro. I got a Slack message from one of our guests, and he was like, you just sound so different. You sound peppy, (laughs) like uh, really energetic, which in general, my voice is pretty mellow, I think. So the intro needs a little bit of like energy for sure. But yeah, I agree. I think recording is always fun. It's always interesting to at the end, um, a lot of our guests always like make comments like, oh, feel free to edit anything or like change my voice or all this other stuff. but. We don't really change much. It's all them. It's all good content. Yeah, I
1: mean, I think that's been, like, the coolest part of this podcast, right? Just, like, hearing, you know, people that, like, you hang out with and just kind of, like, goof around with and, like, clown around and class with. Like, you hear them talk about, like, such intelligent stuff. Um, And you really hear them be passionate about like something very specific that maybe you're not passionate about or something like or present like something you already knew, but in like a completely different lens. I think that's like been just my favorite part of this podcast is just like hearing my peers just like be really smart, (laughs) and be really intelligent. Not that that surprised me, but it's also been like a different lens that I've seen them through.
0: Right. Like we have like our classes together and we ask each other for help about like different projects or like different tools, design tools, research tools, whatever things we use in the program. But like outside of that, like when we're being social with each other, these type of topics, sometimes they come up, but never Mm -hmm. like in depth in this context. So it was really cool. There were so many times that just hearing like what some of our peers said, like it's weird because Like, I know, like, some of them are older than me and, like, all this stuff. I just really do feel like a proud mom. (laughs) Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: (laughs) Like, here, like, even people introducing themselves, like, mentioning, like, these are my research interests. This is what I did this summer. This is something I'm interested in now. These are the labs I'm with. And I'm like, wow, you all do everything. Yeah, and everyone, like, really downplays Mm -hmm. it, too. So I'm happy that this medium, like, gives them a chance to, like, really talk about Oh yeah.
1: And, like, we hear, like, whispers or, like, little things that they'll say here and there, and therefore we know what they're interested in. Thinking about that initial meeting in August where we sat down and kind of plotted out the whole year, like, we kind of knew what people were into, but... Honestly, like, after recording all these episodes and hearing from my peers, I'm like, I knew nothing about you. (laughs) I know nothing about, like, your interest, like, how deeply you've thought about these things that you've mentioned in passing to me. And that's why we asked you to be on this episode, you know. And, like, I think, like, we definitely put a lot of thought into, like, how our guests were put together like we wanted to create that uh, that dynamic as you said but I I honestly think like I did not expect the depth of the conversation and like the cool dynamic between all these people that were like experts in this one topic or whatever yeah I was just like amazed honestly
0: yeah and I think another cool thing was like kind of like I think um, especially within our year we know just very like I guess surface level about people's backgrounds like oh this person majored in this or Um, Like they did engineering, for example, or they did industrial design, or they worked at this consultancy versus this person worked at like a large Mm -hmm. tech company or something. But like we always ask, like, I think some of the topics to kind of lend itself to us asking like, oh, how did you get into HCI and things like that? And to hear kind of like their journey into HCI is like Mm -hmm. super interesting and it's also something that like would not really come up in everyday conversation, at least to this extent. It is like the whispers <laughs> like you mentioned.
1: Yeah. And I think I, I guess we just wouldn't really ask these questions in any other capacity, you know? Yes, it's conversational and like fun and whatever. But like, like many of these questions aren't things that we would like really ask in a conversation that if we were just like hanging out with our friends.
0: True. The only thing I consistently ask, I think, is yeah. what's your hot take? And we just kind of were able to incorporate that somehow. But yeah, all the other questions, you're so right. I mean, maybe like one-on-one, but I feel like both, like everyone has Mm -hmm. to be in like the same headspace. Yeah. You know, to get into that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. And I feel like it also helped to be friends and like be familiar with all these people because I feel like me and you, like we could chime in as well. And respond to what people were saying and like build that conversation a little bit more. Except for maybe game design. Even though like we're very close to like all three, Stephanie, Ryan, and, and Aditya. We, as we said, we had no responses to anything because we didn't know things. But I feel like generally we were able to hold our own.
0: Yeah. And I think throughout the semester too, I think we, as we mentioned before, the two of us love research and are researchers. And part of it is interviewing. And I think there is definitely a difference between doing like a user interview and interviewing Mm -hmm. like for a podcast, because I don't I just remember like in the beginning, (laughs) I think the two of us would just like thank our guests like, oh, thanks for sharing, which we still do. Mm -hmm. But like we didn't really comment, which is like you're trying to stay objective and like not really asking like, yeah, bias anyone or anything. But then. We were able to hold our own, like you said, and like make it a lot more conversational. I think once we were really comfortable with it,
1: it's like a very HCI thing to do, like I was really surprised at like how much I had to say during like the like the design episode, you know, <laughs> and like a lot of these things aren't topics that I personally know that much about, but like I know just enough and I feel like, you know, just enough to like be part of that conversation.
0: Yeah. Like collectively <laughs> so we like, know enough to get by,
1: <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah.
0: Yes. Um, I mean, it happens. Yeah. So I guess like going from there after recording and the audio processes and everything, we kind of get into editing. For editing, I did the first couple ones and then Sav or Savannah, um, she joined a podcast team. Actually kind of earlier on, she expressed interest like I think at the beginning of the semester actually and joined the team and she was really interested in more of the production side and the editing side. So We have been working on that and tag teaming together for all these episodes. Um, But with editing was really like I think our main goal was just thinking like if we were a guest, how would we want to sound like and um, what do we want like our listeners to hear? So immediately it was like, let's take out all the ums. Let's take out all the likes and like, um, not awkward, but it just comes naturally like when people pause because they want to think for a second before they respond or um, they want to like collect their thoughts before responding, things like that. Or like some of our guests, if they like want to change their answer, um, we allow them to do that. And then they just like kind of restate it and then we like piece it together later. Um, But what was really interesting was like, I think after the first two episodes, I was editing the third one with Sav and we realized that just looking at the sound waves within Audacity or Ableton, Sav uses Ableton and everyone's ums are different. So after a while, like when you, with the two of us, like Harshali, I recognize your ums now, your uhs and ums that I can just kind of like zoom in and just like clip it out and I can take out my own things. And then uh, Sav noticed that too, like with our guests. And it's just really funny because some people say, um, some people say, uh, some people say like, and then some people don't say any of those things. They just pause, which I think is like pretty impressive. Cause I think it's just like, as I'm doing right now, the likes mm-hmm. and ums are just kind of like filler words. Those were just kind of like the priority taking those things out. And then like, once we got the bulk of the episode together, And that edited down, then we would add the intro music, which on um, Anchor, they actually have like some preset tunes that we can use that are like from the public domain. So I think earlier on, like for the trailer, I found this one that was just kind of like kind of like calming, but like somewhat upbeat, but not too upbeat. So like would think that you were listening to a chill podcast or something uh, with some thought leaders and really like HCI experts. I think that was our goal. So we added that in. And then, um, yeah, at the very end, we added this. Um, yikes sounds um, at the end of every episode Uh, but then actually was maybe it was like the fourth or fifth episode sav mentioned that she had a friend who produces music and he could write something for the podcast or like share some music so we had this idea that oh what if we featured local artists or something after each episode and that kind of morphed into what if we featured hci students music too because austin who also joins podcast team Later on he produces music um, under the name a and he um, shared one of his tracks and we incorporated it in there and then now we're trying to feature music on every episode and austin also introduces the music now which is really cool but yeah so i think the episodes like from scheduling to getting the guests to recording, to editing, to adding music, the whole thing I think has really evolved throughout the semester. Kind of crazy. Think, like,
1: we've definitely grown as a team, um, just in terms of like like best practices and like what works best for us. And then also I feel like we have a really good pipeline to it now, just in terms of like how long it takes. Like usually uh, from recording to release. That's about like a week or so. And like, we're all students. So like, of course, we have like deadlines and things that come up and that has sort of pushed our schedule around. But for the most part, like that process takes about a week. And then, you know, like once the recording's done, like Sav will take it over for her editing or you'll take it over for your editing. And then like scheduling and writing the script and all that, that's like the week prior. So like each episode, I would say it takes about two weeks from soup to nuts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Soup, soup to nuts. That's, I think I've heard that.
1: Oh, wow. Well, no. today's the
0: day. I've heard like nuts and bolts.
1: Oh, no. This is a very different type of nut.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Um, so right. we learn something every day. Pretty, And I think once we kind of got into the groove of things, each person on the team kind of like had their role, then we were able to just crank everything yeah. out.
1: And then I guess like we left at the last step. So once we've done the editing and um, all of that, like pieced together the entire episode, put in like the intro music and like the yikes sound and all that, put in the music feature. And then we actually released the episode and uh, we, we also had some like marketing slash getting the word out there practices that we use every week or like every episode. I would always post in the HCI program Slack Um, and be like there's a new episode out and for some reason i don't know how this happened but i would always start with the message with like hey hci blank and that blank would always be a word that started with the letter a I think that semester is going to be B, of course. We would always uh, message in the Slack, and then we would post on like our social media accounts, our personal ones. We would ask our guests to share on like their social media, and then also other parts of the media team, like on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And so, yeah, there would be a lot of just kind of plugging the podcast here and there.
0: We also post on like our own stories uh, and personal accounts too. Yeah, and it was, but it was like really nice because in the beginning now that we're talking about like marketing and stuff, like just to see the growth of this project Um, when it started out, especially since last year, like the podcast was uploaded onto, I think in the beginning it was like on Spotify and then it moved to YouTube um, and then we found anchor and uh, we're able to like through this platform, they help us like distribute it to like other platforms um, so it was cool that at first we were just like on Anchor and then we were on Spotify and then we made it to like Google Podcasts and Radio Public. And then we got on Apple Podcasts. And I think now we're on like seven different ones. So it's really cool. And it's also really nice, like people in our program messaging us like, oh, I just listened to this episode. I liked this about it or I enjoyed this never thought of like this topic this way or something like that so it was really cool to like kind of get that feedback
1: our peers were awesome guests and they're also awesome listeners we have some loyalty in our program (laughs) uh, to this podcast and um, just like that outpouring has been really great but back to your point about just like the growth of this podcast I feel like anchor um, provides kind of like analytics and like data on like how many listens and like country of like listeners and like stuff like that and I feel like it was always fun to just like go through the analytics and just see how much we've grown. We surpassed like a thousand listens like in November. That was like such a victory for us. And like, I just remember just like tracking those listens for like every single episode. And like, I remember at the beginning of the semester when we had like, 13 like listens on like the trailer or something, we were like, oh my God, we're popular, we're famous. And now we're, you know, like people just like really tune in, people really listen. And it's just like really great to hear. And like, I think that really motivates us to put out podcast episodes and, and make it what it is.
0: Yeah, I remember in the beginning, I was like, yeah, we were super excited to just get like 14 or 15 episodes Mm -hmm. or listens per episode. And at one point, because the way it tracks listens is like unique listens. So based on like what platform you're listening on. So I would listen on like multiple platforms the same episode (laughs) to like get that listen rate up. But now we don't really have to do that anymore because it's been pretty steady. It's been pretty, Uh, pretty cool. I'm
1: thankful for it. (laughs)
0: Yeah, me too. Trying not to, you know, get a big head about it. (laughs) Trying not to
1: be, you know, celebs. Like the real celebs that we are.
0: (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: I don't know, this podcast, I just feel like I learned a lot, you know? (laughs) I just learned so much. And, like, yes, we had, like, a schedule for the whole year but I think we did make some changes and like we moved some stuff around and I think like the episode with Matt and Rachel and like talking and hearing about like their like experience of going from a master's project to a startup um, I feel like that one was like just such a cool episode to record and just like hear like their story I don't know that that was kind of a fun like curveball and something different I think
0: yeah yeah it was really cool and the fact that like we're kind of going through what they had gone through last year um, like with their master's project and to see how that has e- evolved into like their business and like all the different steps they had to take to like get and i think what was really exciting was when we were recording they're like oh yeah we actually yeah. went live today and to feel like we were part of this like big secret and how like and like we were really like having mm-hmm. we were like insiders or something oh, man
1: it was such a like exclusive moment <laughs>
0: It really was. And I think also this semester is just really taught me like you can really like hack anything. Just us being on our phones recording all the episodes. We didn't need fancy mics. We didn't need like all of these like soundboards and all of this stuff. It's really just us, our mics, guests who were really gracious enough to join us and lend us some of their time and
1: the podcast is like a big production but not in the way that people think when it comes to making the episodes like recording the episodes literally just like on your phone like i'm on my phone right now um and like we have like a doc that's like just like the script and that's like really it but i think like at the same time like each episode easily takes like 10 hours to create there's just a lot of effort put into it but like the tech is pretty it's pretty low-key
0: yeah especially for an hci program it's probably the most (laughs) low-key tech ever yeah so i guess that's our first hot take of After Dark, which is that you don't really need a lot to make a podcast, which is great about how accessible it is, but it is a lot of effort, is a lot of time with the two weeks that we mentioned earlier, it is, so you have like maybe an hour, an hour and a half of like actual recording, but then you need some time to like write the script. I know like after Taylor writes it, they'll like send it to the team and then people can just kind of glance over and then we send it back and then just kind of review it. But then with the editing... I mean I remember talking to Sav and we were I think we got to the consensus like for every like 5 minutes of like recording it takes us like 15 to 20 minutes to edit. I might have gotten those numbers wrong, but you get the gist. Like it's at least for me like I like listening to the raw audio first just all the way through and then I'll come back and edit rather than just like going into edit mode for it and then we had like issues with like um, mm-hmm. sometimes we had to re-record things because of like something that happened um, every once in a while which we learned early on was like because of these different internet connections sometimes there's overlap i mean it kind of prioritizes whoever is talking the loudest because you can't really mute on the shared recording link so then it would it was just really funny because someone would be answering a question and then one of us would be asking the question while they were answering it in the Final like audio clip, so we had to like piece those together. But yeah, it is like a lot of time and effort, but like a really fun project. I mean, I personally think like this project's probably one of my favorite things. Oh,
1: our saving grace. But in terms of like recording, right? And what like the last few weeks have been kind of crazy. We wanted to make sure we recorded everything before December break really started and people went off for the holidays. And so the last I think half of the season we recorded in like four weeks. I want to say so we did. I think seven or eight episodes in, in four weeks and that was kind of a mad rush
0: <laughs> yeah we had this goal mm-hmm. of doing I think two recordings a week or, yeah, which we yeah. pretty much stuck yeah. to I think for the most part but it is we talked about like it only takes like an hour and a half to record the thing but then it's like if you record at night you had like all of this work that you've been doing throughout the day so then you might be tired but you gotta like be on it and um, really try to keep it consistent and treat it as if it's all if it's oh. any of the other other episodes
1: really surprised yeah. by how tired i am after recording it's like a very engaging and focused um because we do have to be very like active listeners and respond a lot i'm always really tired after a recording
0: <laughs> oh same absolutely especially like with the active especially mm-hmm. with having three guests and at least part of like, I think our routine or maybe the pattern we kind of have developed, or at least I have, was we'll have a question and we ask like all three of them to answer. And then the next person will follow up yes. on that last guest response. So it's like, you got to be really listening because then you want to comment on all three of their responses. And now I think about, it, I should have <laughs> been, I could have been like taking notes, I guess while we're recording, but instead I'm just (laughs) staring at my phone as if that will help me concentrate. Uh, But another thing, I guess just a fun fact is like Harshali and I like to edit the scripts or add some things or comment during the recording. So that's like just something to add, just like comments like, or message each other. Like we've had some pretty like amazing stories shared in these episodes. Like people really get vulnerable with us. And recently I messaged Harshali like, oh my God, I'm tearing up. I can't uh these people are amazing I don't know how they do it I can't do anything (laughs) and all this stuff and yeah but it's like you really gotta like just keep your cool but sometimes it is hard actually
1: I've had like so many thoughts like at the same time about something like a guest is saying that I'm like I don't even know where to start people just drop so much like knowledge on us sometimes that I'm like I need like a moment to just like unpack that. We don't really have that moment because we're recording and it's live and whatnot. But I, I definitely feel like sometimes like we'll ask a question and I think that one set of responses could be the entire episode, you know, where we find that further and, and talk more about it. Right. You no, know, people drop amazing truth bombs. And stuff. It's kind of incredible.
0: Yeah, it is. And I think what was really, like, touching, honestly, was people would, like, when we joined, we talked about, like, how the first couple minutes was just kind of catching up, giving them an intro of, like, what to expect before we get to the official recording, but people Mm -hmm. mentioning that, like, they have their notes next to them, that they thought about the questions before they joined, and just things like that, and it's just, like, I don't know, I was just, like, really touched that they not only came prepared, but like, just like thought about it and things because that's like, it wasn't really expected, you know, like they can just join. And we have the interview guy with the questions, but to have notes aside and like,
1: they they really wanted to, I think like all of our guests really enjoyed being on the podcast. And I feel like they all came ready to just like share, you know, and just like be really open and like, I was really surprised by, like, how vulnerable our guests were, especially on, like, episodes like imposter Syndrome or even the one with the international students experience. These episodes kind of demanded a certain amount of, like, openness and vulnerability. And I think that was just so much. People just, like, brought that organically. And I'm just really thankful for all of them for just, like, being that vulnerable with us.
0: Yeah. And along the same vein, like, having topics that are, like, pretty... They're really important topics and like we don't talk about them just as a group, like as friends sometimes. And so with their perspective and then um, like also listening to each other, like I loved it when someone Mm -hmm. would like kind of banter with someone else, like after each other's comments or like telling like, oh, I didn't see it that way. But like this reminds me of this experience. Um, But yeah, it was just like a lot of really, really like solid, genuine content. This semester i'm just amazed that they would even tell us this because we're a part of this like part of the episode so it was just really mm-hmm, yeah. eye-opening
1: you know like i remember i came to admitted students weekend before i even started the program and there was an energy to let like, the people in the program and like they were just very positive and very helpful and i feel like our year and like the first years they definitely have that same culture and i feel like That was so present in all our podcast episodes, you know, like everybody was just, I'm going to, I'm going to be here. I'm going to do my hundred percent. I'm going to have fun, but also just be really intelligent and be really like giving. And I feel like it really exemplified, I think, like the Georgia Tech MSHCI, like culture.
0: Definitely. Yeah. I think just like the whole, like giving back and just like being part of this community, I think was really able to like come across Mm -hmm. through. Yeah, absolutely. Projects.
1: but speaking of content, um, it's funny because like, like at this point we have a hot take um, like every episode, right? Like we ask that question every episode. But then for some reason, I feel like <laughs> I never prepare the hot take. We, whenever we have that question in the script, we will like enumerate like the guests and what order they will answer the question in. So like for every question, we will have guest A, then guest B, then guest C. Like we'll put their names into the script so that they know like when we will ask them the question. But um, for the hot take question, we would do that. But then me and you, we would just like, be like, hey, I'll, I'll toss it over to you. Like, what's a hot take for you? And we'd basically just put each other on the spot, like every episode, even though we knew the question was coming. And I'm like, why do we, why do, we do this? Like, why don't we just like write ourselves into the script here and like plan for this question? I've definitely thought of hot takes just like on the spot.
0: Oh, same. That's a really good point. <laughs> but I think maybe the two of us just love maybe. the thrill. <laughs>
1: us living
0: on the edge <laughs> <laughs> yes um i remember i think it was the second episode it wasn't even the hot takes yet but i think we asked a great question which was like what restaurant around campus do you miss or what part of campus do you miss or something and it was just for the guests but we had some time so i remember using the phrase <laughs> i'ma toss it back to you harshali and from that it's just kind of stuck as well like when we ask each other for our hot takes but there have definitely been a lot of episodes where we had to think on the spot about our own experiences
1: our on-the-spot thinking has been mostly successful but i think like there's definitely a couple of tapes that i was like this is lukewarm if not cold
0: yeah same for me i can't think of one like off the top of my head but but yeah but i will say your hot take about Mm Women's pockets or lack of pockets for women's pants, (laughs) Um, I think, was one of the best ones. Yes, the inclusive design episode. Uh, I'm like going through the different episodes in my head. We definitely did not have one for a game design. Oh, and I think I guess like this is a good time to share. Just going off of sometimes we have hot takes and they really land, you know, like they're spicy and they're just great off the cuff thinking on our part but then there are just in general i think just our styles of when we answer that question and we provide like some context or some background i know personally i like when i'm editing i notice that i start off and then kind of lose people for a little bit because i don't like i i also feel like i don't know where i'm going with it but then somehow i guess it circles back
1: i feel like even when you're like responding to guests about like a response that they gave it'll like start in one place and then like meander its way and like then the connection is just like there um, all of a sudden it's like kind of it's, it's so interesting because you like really think out loud
0: <laughs> there was i remember for i think it was the inclusive design episode i just straight up was answering one of the questions and then blanked and then when editing it was like a solid I really did not know. I was t- oh. Could not remember what I was talking about, and you all, and you and Hanan, had to kind of like reel me back in.
1: Been like moments where I've like really forgot, forgotten about what I was saying in that moment. Like while I was saying it, I forgot what I was talking about.
0: Yeah, right. I think also in the back, all the oohs, the ahs, <laughs> mm, what ooh, all of them, ooh, all so her shots.
1: In the imposter syndrome episode, we asked like, "What's one thing that that makes you happy?" And then uh, Taylor said, "Like her cat." And then, like in the back, you can just hear me go, "Kitty cat." <laughs> I think that's my favorite one.
0: Oh, that's a that's a great one. That one I remember. Sab was editing, and she messaged me, and we had a quick call. And she was like, "I don't know if I should keep this." And I was like, "We gotta keep it." Yeah. And then as we're because, of course, like we listen to our own episodes just to like see how we did or kind of re-listen to um, our guest responses and stuff. But over the semester, like notice we both have certain mm-hmm. phrases that we say often. They just kind of became our phrases. not like they're taglines or anything, but kind of part of our vocabulary that's just like, oh, that's very Hershali, and that's very now. Like I <laughs> notice I always say like, oh, we're all about that. We're all about something. Whatever (laughs) they say, we're all about it, (laughs) whatever the guests say. And I noticed that you say like, what not, (laughs) as like a transition.
1: I feel like we definitely have more phrases.
0: I know um, the guests know what they're getting into, right? Like we prep the questions, or you and like Taylor prep the questions, and they get that in advance, and they can kind of look over it, make notes, whatever they want to do. But it's not like we get to prep on what they're going to answer. So with our comments, I've noticed that both of us will take a second after everyone's responded and sometimes it's like wow and then we take like it's like we're stalling and then we comment I know I go like oh great yeah awesome cool (laughs) Mm. yes
1: I have also noticed that like at some point in the episode usually towards the end something, like, snaps in you now. <laughs> like, you just have this, like, urge to, like, go off or just kind of go off on a tangent and then, like, you eventually kind of bring it back. But I feel like I remember, like, in the beginning of the semester, you went off on those and then you had, like, another rant, which I don't remember, but that was in the inclusive design episode. Yeah, I feel like there's, like, a point in the episode where, like, it just kind of goes off the rails. And it's and now we've kind of aligned that with the hot tastes question. And so it all kind of aligns. But I remember we used to have that moment where I think it was just, like, exhaustion like we were just
0: tired by that point yeah I think part of it is like because the kind of like the sequence we go in is I have like the welcome message and then you introduce the episode and then you ask them to introduce themselves and then I ask that first question but I think by the end of the episode I get like so not like, Mm -hmm. like I'm warmed up by then and like I have like I had this energy I think that was just like festering or something and then at the end whatever fun question it was whatever hot take (laughs) it was i was just like ready to get into
1: it i know like for every episode after i turn off the recording i will walk around the house or something like i just have like a lot of energy it's kind of an adrenaline rush i don't know my head's just going a lot faster than it was in the beginning so
0: yeah i think it's because like what we talked about before like Mm -hmm. actively listening but also paying attention to the script and then kind of like I know being yeah. constant about a lot of different things happening mm. I think
1: I think my favorite episodes have been the ones when we've recorded together instead of being in separate locations that like we've sat together and recorded just because I feel like we will look at each other and like we'll have like our own like silent reactions to things like we'll like snap quietly or be like Ooh, or people will say like amazing things and we'll just be in awe and it's just fun to like do that in person with you
0: yes yeah that's always been fun Um, I agree. I think also when like um, because of like scheduling or we're not able to like record sitting next to each other, it's also like like we still have our banter and we still have our jokes, but it's not quite the same, you know, and it does feel like a little bit quieter. I know that when I so when we record separately and found out (laughs) that my closet has the best acoustics, (laughs) so I'm sitting on the floor (laughs) with my laptop and my phone is like propped up on this little like cube shelf so it's level with my mouth i guess acting as a mic basically and yeah so just to provide everyone that image
1: that is how i record
0: when harshali and i are not together
1: Uh, yeah we've had a lot of things for this podcast
0: (laughs) we um i also remember i don't know if this is kind of not here we go like towards the end of this episode yeah i'm kind of going not going off but anyways i remember the very (laughs) beginning So we were both TAs this semester. And for the class I was teaching for, I remember in my introduction, I like plugged the HC Hive and was like, if anyone wants to get involved, because I was teaching for one of the core classes that the the first years take. And I remember just like after I like promoted it, I was like, oh my God, I'm that person. Hey, I'm on a podcast. Oh, yeah. We like grew into it. We're so obnoxious with the
1: podcast. I will fully admit to this. Oh, man. (laughs) <laughs> yes we are but hey i i honestly feel uh, like when i plug yeah. the podcast like i don't it's not so much that i want to show off like the work that what we're doing i feel like our guests are so gracious and like so cool that i feel like they deserve to be like shown off and i don't know just like put out there and presented in that way you know
0: no definitely i think in the beginning it was just in general i think we just wanted to let it be known that like the podcast is continuing and things like that. But after, I think maybe just like the first few episodes, I mean, I had this like feeling like we really do owe it to our guests, really push it out and to make sure that their stories are heard and that people within like our own program, within the HCI community hear it, but then just like anyone else too. I know like I get a lot of joy out of when like my friends from like undergrad message me and they're like, oh, I just listened to the episode about research i now understand what you guys do in the program or just like little things like that because like they're not like working in ux or they're not doing like hci related things right now so and it's cool because then they mention like oh um i really liked what stephanie said she really knows what she's talking about when it comes to usability and game design and it's like for them to for them to like reference people in our program like it's just like really cool it's so interesting
1: that just like the variety of people that like have reached out to us and been this is a cool like podcast. Like I learned so much because I think HCI is kind of mysterious if you aren't in this world. Like it's like really hard to define if you don't do the work yourself. And so to people who know us, but don't really know what we're studying, what our career is or whatnot, I, I feel like it's just such a great like introduction and a great Just like a presentation of like what HCI is, what this program is. And like, if you're a prospective student or if you're already in the community, I think it's just a great way to hear more about this world, which is kind of mysterious and unknown outside of it.
0: Yeah. One of my friends, she was saying like, she never really knew what I was doing in grad school. So she felt like this was like a good glimpse into what we do. And I had to correct her. I was like, I don't do any of this. (laughs) It's all of our guests that do it. But um, yeah, it is really cool. Yeah, I mean, like we've been saying, I think mm-hmm. this whole time. Yeah. We really, like, we've learned so much this semester.
1: Honestly, going back to the hot takes, I'm like so glad that we have that question now that I think about it. Cause I feel like people in HCI should have more opinions. And like, we do have opinions, but like, they get like washed out or like, you know, not enough people are calling out behaviors, even though like they're so ubiquitous. Like, I know with like, the buzzwords episode where we talked about like communication and like we taught like our hot take question was what are some buzzwords that you're like very annoyed with or whatever and I feel like that whole episode was just an opportunity to like call out practices that are normalized but shouldn't be or like aren't optimal and I feel like having a question where people are like this isn't great also forces us to think kind of critically about what we're doing and like our own practices and behaviors
0: Yeah, for sure. I know, like, I remember with the ID episode, there were kind of hot takes kind of thrown sparsely throughout it, which was great fun, of course, for us. But they just brought up things like from their own background that kind of like what you just mentioned, like things that are common, Mm -hmm. but like, shouldn't be common or shouldn't be normalized. And then I know, like, I remember Benton brought up the whole thing about why are there screens on things on everything, which is a great point. So yeah, a lot of things to make us like think critically about and make everyone else just think a little bit more critically about too. And it's just fun. I think the way I remember I forgot which episode it was, one of our peers was like, I don't know if I if it's a hot take, but it's more of like a controversial opinion. (laughs) And i was just like, that is that is it, which is great. We've learned a lot. And it's also like just a great opportunity for us Mm -hmm. to.
1: But I mean, looking forward to next semester, we haven't really talked about this, so we could do this on air, I guess. Um, but, like, what are like some things you're looking forward to next semester or, like, things you want to do more of? What's your vision? What's your 2021 vision here?
0: Oh, man, my 2021 vision. <laughs> I am due for an eye exam. So <laughs> I need to think about this. That was a terrible joke. <laughs> So that happens. Sometimes we take those out. Sometimes we keep them in. Which, by the way, the one joke I remember, just really quick, was when Matt and Rachel were talking about like them like working really well together, and we were talking about them being the dream team. That one-
1: <laughs> we were going back and forth, asking questions. And then I was like, oh my god, you're like the Rachel to my Matt," And you are like, yes. And then we put that into the podcast.
0: And then I said it, and it was just one of those moments like, if this doesn't stick... Yeah then it has to be, like, deleted. It has to be edited out somehow. But then when I was listening to it, they both laughed, so it worked out. But anyways, yeah, I guess my vision for next semester, which I think the two of us had talked about it a little bit, but um, I think we got into the groove of things in terms of, like, setting the tone for this podcast, um, the flow of, like, guests, and we have some of the topics covered and stuff. But I think one of the things that I wanted to do better at, because like right now I think our questions are great in terms of like they're generally they're specific enough that it covers the topic or it relates mm-hmm. to the topic but they're general enough that all the guests could answer but for mm-hmm. the next episode I was really inspired by hot ones and and like the hosts like interviewing style and everything that's like so specific just really well done he incorporates like all these different nuances and really like gets to understand whoever his guest is. I'm not saying we're going to do this, but maybe like this is just my mm-hmm. vision to have like really, really specific questions.
1: Something I I've really noticed on the episode is that like we, we all tend to like kind of agree with each other. And there's a lot of like overlap in what we say and people just kind of build on top of each other's like comments which i like which is great and like obviously that means like you know like whatever is being said has some like truth to it but i think on the other hand like i would love to get opposing perspectives and more more complex like dialogue about a topic rather than like oh yeah i agree with that and just to add on or you know yeah i i definitely agree i think we could you know, do do even more research. I know like I when I write scripts, i would go on people's portfolios, their like project pages and stuff and see what they've been up to. But yeah, I think catering questions even further would be really cool.
0: I know we just talked about like the whole I agree thing. But I agree with the idea you have about pushing people to not just like agree with each other to not debates or anything. But if that's on our vision board, it's on the vision board, we can't really change it, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think other than that, like, I would love to keep featuring music on it. And I think another thing is that this was like a joke I had all this semester, but we're able to get sponsorships at a certain point, and monetize this thing. I don't know like all the policies around like students doing this, but if we're able to fund it for the program, I'm more than happy to do that. But I think that could be pretty fun to add in next semester to have like, oh, this episode is sponsored by, and then a local company.
1: Mm. So don't entirely know like what we would use that money for, but like it'd be dope, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I don't either. I'll probably look into that more, but I don't really know actually, but I do know you have to get like a lot of listens (laughs) to get like, just $10 so Ooh, maybe wow. we can split a $10 gift card That's like, right. the sits of us amongst the of us. podcast team yeah <laughs> <laughs> $10 can go a long way I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> but just really want to go and out a with solid, a bang you know solid at the end. semester yeah
1: yeah I mean looking at the topics not not to spoil anything yeah. but looking at the topics It'll I feel like f- we have some really cool topics coming up <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah, we do. Some Mm -hmm. interesting, I think people will have some pretty interesting takes next semester.
1: So I'm just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. These are really cool, but I really love the title of this one. So I'm going to go ahead and share it. Lean, Mean, U.S. Machine. And then in parentheses, learning, where we talk about machine learning and AI and data ethics. (laughs) I'm
0: so excited for that one. I could say, for me, I feel like that's another like game design one where I'm cool asking the questions and... I don't know if I'll be able to contribute to the or comment as much, but maybe I'll do more research for that one for sure. But yes, that's a good one. I know we have a like, oh, what I was really excited about was one on like stakeholder management. Very exciting Mm -hmm. one because that's applicable to like whatever like role that people end up in or want to pursue within HCI. So that's a really cool. And maybe that one's like where we can get a really cool, not debate, but like really cool discussion going where like not everyone agrees. Mm -hmm. We can get like a lot of different perspectives.
1: So sort of industry oriented topics. Um just because it is also like hiring season and everybody's doing like the internship hunt and job hunt. Yeah. So we'll have more of that coming soon to theaters near you.
0: I remember I had a friend that like messaged me and he was like, I'm so sorry. Like I haven't watched any of your podcasts yet. And I was (laughs) like, of course you haven't because (laughs) you can't watch anything. It's just audio. Yeah. We are ourselves. Yeah. We're energy. just out here being ourselves, you know?
1: I feel like if we just interviewed people that like, didn't really know us it'd be kind of problematic. <laughs> or just like awkward.
0: Lots of we are chaos and I think that's what helps make this podcast. Um,
1: <laughs> right.
0: What it is today. I think so too. <laughs> But, yeah, so I guess just as we're, like, winding down here, which is another phrase mm-hmm. you started saying a lot, Hershali. we always wind down. Um, but yeah. thinking about a hot take for the podcast, let's see. Uh, um,
1: uh, maybe, like, I know we were just talking about this, but I feel like people agree with each other a lot on the podcast. And I love that, right? Again, like, it just means that something is being said that actually holds true for a lot of different people. But at the same time, I feel like it's okay to have like an opinion that's like not shared, you know. (laughs) And I would love to like hear more of those. And maybe that's at the point of the hot the hot take question. But like just having more like, but I think it's this way, you know, or like having your own kind of spin on things. I want more fights on the on the hive.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and like it's totally fine to have. We do not condone violence
1: on this cast. We just want (laughs) people to to have opinions.
0: Yes, I think the word that we actually want to share is, uh, or the phrase, radio drama. So we just want to have some, you know, some energy, some drama, some chaos. But, like, (laughs) at the end of every episode, safe space, as always. Or throughout the episodes, I mean, not at the end. That that was a weird thing to say. Um, Let's see, my hot take. That was a good one. Honestly, like, I feel like you always have good hot takes. My hot take i mean i've noticed this but so we love having guests on our podcast right. it is also their podcast it is a program po- podcast it's all of our podcast and for our guests for the one for the episodes that they're Bye. featured in i would love if they would share it that wasn't really a hot take that was more of like a call out but i guess i'm just very like i don't know accusatory <laughs> this episode for some reason it is after dark so maybe that's why but um some of them do some of them don't and some some people are just not on social media, which is totally fine. But I think it would be great because, like, I get it. Like, you you don't want to feel like you're sharing your story to share your story, but like bragging or like coming off a certain way. But I think because this project has been great to have everyone share their experiences, their different takes on the program, the projects topics in hci life in general like i think it'd be really nice if it'd be fantastic even if people I shared i agree the podcast that they were part of but yeah i think <laughs> um i think those are those are some good takes to end on there's not enough sharing each other. <laughs> your own content and stop agreeing with each other that's that's it yeah that's all she wrote <laughs> um and just really quick a huge shout out to savannah phillips austin Pete, taylor scavo And Matthew Lim for all of their support and help this semester and being part of our podcast team, our little podcast family. And a shout out to all of our amazing guests, um, since we had like three almost every episode and we're kind of at time, not going to list everyone, but we love you. And we're so, so thankful and grateful that you joined us. Yeah. So um, a massive apology to Ryan and to and Stephanie for that episode. And then lastly, I want to give a shout out to just the HCI program and their support in this podcast to the program. And then also a huge thank you to Dr. Henneman, the director of this program, um, who always like messages us feedback and just things that um, he's noticed about the podcast and listening to episodes. Um, It's really great to have that support. So much love. All the love. Tune in next semester. Yeah, semester because
1: if you know, you know.
0: And if you don't, yikes.
1: Yikes.